so Helen Valencia also was in prison for, for one and a half, uh, one and a half year. As the strike of 1980 started, Valencia was not a worker of the shipyard. He was fired in 1976. So uh, to join the, to join his colleagues on the strike. He had to literally break into the shipyard. No one would let him go to the gate. So it is said that he jumped over the wall somewhere, somewhere here. Part of the wall is demolished right now. It was between those uh, buildings of apartments. I'll tell you more about those buildings as we go back. As luck would have it, on August 14th, 2013, I found myself in Gdansk, Poland, which I knew as a major port shipbuilder of the Cold War era. But what I didn't know was that I arrived on the day of the anniversary of the Great Solidarity Strikes, August 1980. And I found myself on a, what was called a subjective tour, a subjective bus line, through a shipyard that looked like it was dying or it had died long ago. And everywhere you turned, there was a story. It was something rare and special. Everything is gone. All the bills, all the documents. Sitting there in the back of this old Polish bus designed in the 50s, I'm listening to a translator. He's translating a tour that's actually being done by a former shipyard worker who worked in the electronics or electricians department, just like the former president and great labor leader of Poland, Lech Walesa. Matter of fact, we go to his workshop. Everywhere you turn, it's, it's a warehouse that used to do this. And you see these warehouses, and some of them are still in decent shape. Most are rusty, half-torn down, scraps of ship and metal everywhere. Every building that is still intact has a horror story. When people died in a fire, or an accident occurred, or they were trapped in a ship underwater as it sank... You look around at Gdansk shipyard, now privatized, now downsized to a small sliver of land compared to this massive place that used to employ some 18,000 people, used to build ships. It was the envy of the world at some point. But nowadays, it just seems like that's all over. It was another era. It was the 60s, 70s. 80s, 90s, and then what happened? I mean, there were these struggles, these labor struggles that weren't just a big deal for Poland or for the Soviet Union at that time. They're a big deal for the entire world, a symbol, an inspiration, the force that would ultimately bring down the Berlin Wall, or at least the spirit that would eventually bring down the Berlin Wall. That was all fine and great. But now, now a shopping mall, now luxury condominiums in the near future. Preserve this building, preserve that building. A museum, maybe. Probably a club, a nightclub, yeah. 
it's an amazing thing how you go from place where a major struggle is going on, life and death, the future, justice, injustice, and then 20, 30 years later, eh, here we'll put a, a bike path and there we'll put a condo and there we'll put a Starbucks. I mean, is it good? Is it bad? Does it mean the past didn't amount to anything? Or was it good for its time and we're still enjoying the benefits of those people that struggled? Or was it all for nothing, really? What happened here? The row of buildings on the left. The row of buildings of the left. On the left was the uh, row of the engine factories. Nice GPR used to have its own offices of design, uh, engine factories, foundries, smithery. So everything was done here. They started with a drawing of the ship and they finished with an entire ship. Everything was done in this uh, area. During the best times in the 70s, this area used to employ about 18,000 people. So it was like a, like a small town in central Afghanistan. The story of the solidarity strikes in Gdansk, in Lublin, in 1980, in before that as well, and after that, is really an amazing one, worth reading, worth looking for media about, uh, rather than just listening to this small podcast, which is mostly just my reflections on a very brief visit, two days in Gdansk. But it's an amazing story, you know, it's in a time where no trade union, no independent trade union was allowed in the Soviet Union, in Poland, in this shipyard that would build so many important ships, uh, especially for the Soviet Union, ships later that would be for the entire world, really, uh, there was a demand uh, for proper wages, for certain people to be brought back to work who had been fired for organizing or for demanding better working conditions. They actually had a list of 21 demands that was written on plywood and hammered onto the front gate, gate number two, of the shipyard. And that became one of the big symbols of this, uh, this strike. And, you know, they, they went up against tremendous odds. The authorities, the, the risk of violence, which had happened and would happen again. And they did it. Uh, they eventually succeeded. 
demanded what they call semi-free elections. Well, they wanted free elections. They got semi-free elections. Solidarity became a political force in Poland. And of course, times changed, right? Um, they stopped... First of all, they became privatized in the 90s, as everything goes in Europe, in North America, in much of the world. It's very rare to have anything that stays public. And other shipbuilders, of course, emerged. So suddenly, Gdansk is producing less ships. The trade union itself has to make some compromises. All of a sudden, less people working, less people needed. The place changes, right? Life changes. And there I am at this shipyard, which isn't much of a shipyard anymore, not functioning anyway. And in the span of a year or two, it will mostly be residential, commercial spaces. Uh, there will be some signs of the past, but they'll be mostly cosmetic and maybe used to increase the value or make it seem cooler. And in some cases, yeah, preserve history. But that's it. What am I getting at? I don't know. It was an odd feeling to see what has become history really fall into the background. You know, it's amazing to be on this little bus and for the guy to say, you're on one of the last tours of the Gdansk shipyard. Imagine that. Oh, that large hall, a uh, red hall with flat roof, uh, used to be the place of production of U-boats after 1933, uh, when Hitler won election in Germany, and after that in the free, free city of Gdańsk, and Gdańsk was incorporated to the Third Reich. They started to produce the U-boats inside that very hall. They produced between 120 to 130 U-boats in this area. Oh, and this area currently is not involved in large production, but there are some small private companies that produce such luxury. Maybe it's a bit like life. You're on this planet. You do some things, hopefully some good things for someone, for some people. And then you're gone. It's a limited affair. <laughs> and in terms of remembering and being remembered and having influence, well, that just depends on what you've left behind or what people remember about you. So if I look at the Solidarity Movement and the Gdansk shipyard especially, I guess it's too much to have asked that it stay around for generations. But rather, I should focus on the fact that it existed at all and that these tremendous people and these tremendous days actually happened and they have an effect and it rippled and echoed so far that it's in everything to the point that you don't even, you can't even detect it, you can't even see it. It's all around us. It's no longer the shipyard. The shipyard was just the symbol. The change is what remains. Yeah, I think I like that. Still, I'll miss the Gdansk shipyard. Hey. 
What began as an economic protest became a demand for sweeping political concessions. The government negotiators gave way to the workers' key demands. The workers were joined by intellectuals. Together they formed a new movement, Solidarity. Support spread throughout Poland. For the first time, they had a taste of being citizens, with civil liberties, which you don't forget. For someone who had lived under communism, it was like a narcotic or fresh air. It was like having your identity for the first time. Listening to Citizen Reporter, citizenreporter.org is the website, and it's a listener supported, sponsored program. So thank you for all your donations. And to find out more, head to the website. I'll catch you next week. I'm Mark Fonseca Renderus. So long.